Hello, welcome to another episode of The Rake. Um, Happy New Year. We're back with some more news topics for you, drama, controversy. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also just an update. We'll be giving you guys updates uh, every now and then because the Galphon Challenge has taken over the Twitter sphere at least. Um, And he has a bunch of new competitors. Do you want to highlight those? Yes. So uh, Chance, Corneth, Brandon Adams. Mm-hmm. Of course, Bill Perkins is already in there. Um, and uh, a couple unknowns. To us. I'm to sure, us. I, I don't think there's like a lot of unknowns who are playing nosebleeds like that. But exactly. I'm not really in the PLO streets. Exactly. So I don't know. Yeah. And, and online too. It's it's yeah. um, Americans are we're out of there. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Like I would have known people's online handles if it was 10 years ago more than I would know their real names. Yeah. That's how we used to, we'd like meet online people in a, a live tournament and they're mm-hmm. like, what's your screen name? <laughs> and there'd be people like, I'm not telling you. I'm like, ooh. Um, but uh, yeah, now I don't really know. So it's Action Freak and Veni Vidi, which I might be killing that pronunciation. But mm-hmm. um, and also Jungle Man, which should just be. I feel like we're getting robbed by it not being live. I know <laughs> he's such a legend. I mean, he's got the best facial expressions yeah. of anybody in the game. Yeah, and if you guys uh, want to check it out, the hashtag on Twitter: Ask Jungle Man Anything. Uh, Phil Galfond. Um, who else is in it? Nick Shulman. Uh, Ali Najad gets involved. People have been asking Jungle Man just ridiculous questions, and one hundred percent of the time, he just snaps right into an answer as if he's been thinking about it his whole life. So, <laughs> so good, yeah. man. Check it out. Yeah, so interesting to see. Um, that's gonna kick off soon, and yeah, it's gonna we be don't a- have an exact schedule. Um, but yeah, I thought it was supposed to start this week, even. Mm-hmm. But he has so many uh, different heads up opponents now that I think it's gonna be. I don't think he's playing people straight through. I think he's playing people, and then like the next guy might start, and then he's gonna play live with Brandon Adams. Um, right. So I don't really know how the schedule is gonna work. Yeah, poker players are so flaky that I feel like that's a nightmare to me. If I was like, hey, I just want to schedule you because I have five other opponents, and they're like, yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> you know, I know, and it's not even like a haircut. It's a you know super high stakes nosebleed, yeah. millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, chilling. Um, yeah, it's cool that Chance Corneth is doing it though, because I think when Phil had started the challenge, yeah. he said any coaches of poker right. sites that was the original intended uh, opponent, mm-hmm. um, and nobody took him up on it, and some people even took him up on it and then backed out. Yeah, um, and then Chance is the first one who's actually uh, going to do it, and he's with uh, Chip Leader Coaching. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty classy. I saw when they're making the avatars that uh, Run at Once made the. CLC avatar for Chance. It's wearing a little uh, CLC shirt. So <laughs> Bill Perkins' avatar is wearing a Thirst Lounge hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of cute. Yeah, I'm like really looking forward to it, even though I don't really know what's going on in PLO. So I'm just going to be like... <laughs> Seriously, uh, I have no idea. In fact, I actually played um, some PLO at the win the other day and uh, got stacked in literally <laughs> three hands. And I didn't know. I had a set and I was like, I guess I'm, I'm going with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I mean... <laughs> I'm just trying to get good at No Limit. I've been trying to learn No Limit. And it's just like, don't give me more cards. I am a mess of two cards, like just twice the mess. I know. And the swings, man. Yeah. It'll be good action and it'll be uh, streamed. And I'm sure those Mm -hmm. audiences are going to be massive. (laughs) Should be sweet. Also, uh, I don't know if you guys know about poker shares, but they set a price. So you can actually invest in the players that are playing this. They set a line for each player that's going to be playing Phil. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even think Americans can take... Uh, part in poker shares i think we're banned from that as well but it's always cool to see the, the lines that are put up because 
Really? People. I think so. I thought that uh, online ga- sports betting was legal now, or sports uh, betting is legal. I th- I, I, and don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure, unless something changed recently, I uh-huh. think poker shares was... Uh, yeah, what well, out of the states? Oh, okay. I could definitely be wrong. We should we should just send some money in and see if it works. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's gonna it's either gonna work or we're gonna lose the money. Yeah, or whatever. Um, interesting. I mean, they must have people. I don't wonder how it's going with the with the lines and stuff. It's pretty yeah. crazy. I think uh, I think Timex is involved and he's really smart. So yeah. I don't know if he's setting lines, but I always just look when it gets to be like WSOP time because poker shares will set lines for everyone, like all the elite players. And I always mm-hmm. just look because I'm like, who's going to get butt hurt this year? Because they'll yeah. be like the super high roller bowl and I'll be like, Phil held me selling at 0.97. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh he's going to be pissed. Oh, I know. And it's kind of a little bit of a slap in the face oh, to, for see, sure. to see like, you know, I'm a huge dog or whatever. Yeah. And like when someone actually puts their money behind it, you're like, oh man, they're not just talking shit. They mean it. Yeah, Damn. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> moving on moving on uh, i just did want to mention i forgot to mention to you uh if you guys know um el sriracha Aaliyah, um she no. does blogging for poker mm-hmm. um she's a really cool person she's been in the poker world for a while but you wouldn't she's like a live tournament blogger so nice stay out of the tournament streets if you want to be happy in your life yeah um but she actually was diagnosed last year she had stomach cancer and uh it's been She's been going through a bunch of treatments and stuff. Um, I think she's doing it right now, but she is selling fuck cancer shirts on Twitter and all the proceeds go to cancer research. So more stuff. It's a cute shirt. I really like the shirt. It's pretty cool. Uh, But yeah, we had talked about that in another pod. Um, just poker players doing good stuff for charity and she is taking her illness and turning it into like a positive thing, which I would be just in bed and be like, please, please take care of me. But she's raising money for other people. So I just wanted to mention that. Good for her. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Next topic. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth <Yes>. segue. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're really good at this. Um, so there was, even though it's Christmas and everyone's supposed to be feeling the like holiday spirit, um, mm-hmm. Some people on Twitter just wanted to fight instead. Maybe they're home with their families and they're like, I'm so bored. I'm just going to fight Berkey real quick. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's always, you know, the right thing to do. Yeah. To get out on somebody on Twitter. It's what I always do. Yeah. So um, Berkey had played a hand and posted it on his solve for why thing, uh, Poker Out Loud, which uh, if you want to just describe what that is real quick. Yeah. So solve for why, which is a training site, came up with this concept a couple of years ago where players wear headphones and play a live cash game. And they speak out loud their thought process throughout the hands. And the other players can't hear them because they have noise-canceling headphones on and music playing. And so it gives the audience a chance to see in real time what exactly is going on in their heads. And uh, it's a really interesting concept. Um, I think uh, we were talking about it before. A lot of the people they use obviously have a lot of history together and they've been playing mm-hmm. together for a long time. And so I think a lot of the thought processes and the reasoning gets a little bit muddied into, you know, I have history with this guy or, mm-hmm. you know, I notice he does this and it's not so GTO. It's not so kind of, um, I don't know, you can't really check your work there yeah. with it being right. But yeah, which leads to like some kind of interesting hand histories that aren't going to be exactly. You're not going to be playing them the same as they would. Right. Um, but yeah, somebody on Twitter found a hand history that um, that a vlogger who goes by Finding Equilibrium uh-huh. um, made a vlog about. And it was just kind of like picking apart um, the thought process of Berkey in a hand where he like took a really aggressive line with 10-7 suited and just kind of went through it and like uh, applied 
some GTO lines instead and said, oh, I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have done that, whatever. The vlog itself didn't seem very like inflammatory. It was just like no. kind of just, yeah, disagreeing in- with the line. Well, it's yeah. also very informative and very objective, I thought. Mm-hmm. I, you know, everything he was saying, he was just backing up with, with the Pio and just going through it, which what what Pio would do. And he even acknowledged several times that he recognizes that they have history. And so much of poker is about building these histories with people you play all the time with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you do take drastically crazy lines with somebody just because you just get some read on them or whatever and it happens but um he even acknowledged that in the video and it was very good i thought you know yeah just yeah um and then bit b uh on twitter kind of went after not kind of went after it went after it real hard and just said you know this is not i think i might have sent uh ah sorry I should just get the tweet because I feel like yeah it was pretty pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, Bitby just came out of nowhere and just decided to bring it up. Bitby did not make the video, the initial you know analysis, uh, and he just found it and started to run with it. And basically, I don't know what the purpose of it was, but he decided to just tweet at Berkey and say, "Hey." Everything you did, every decision in this video was false. Everything yeah. is bad. Everything is wrong. He said he literally displays the thought process of a bad recreational player in his narrative in this video, Presu- predicting, predictably resulting in him making a mistake at every single node. Um, and, the and like, you know, bringing this up is not to, like, trash Berkey or trash the guy who's criticizing Berkey or anything mm. like that. Um, I wanted to bring it up kind of because it, it's just training sites in general like Mm -hmm. people put themselves out there a lot and Mm -hmm. like you put out a hand history like you do it on your instagram where you put out a hand history and you might have a lot of reasons and you go into them and say hey this isn't like i'm not representing this as like a gto play um and the reason i'm telling this hand history is like i want input or i want to explain what i'm doing um and i feel like it be went after it and and ignore the fact that Berkey says over and over again that he is an exploitable player and they went after it like pretty hard. I mean, yeah, there's a couple things at play. One is that he's not claiming to be GTO. He's not claiming to be, you know, playing. He, he's an exploitative player. He plays live. And secondly, it's, you know, he said, said it was three years ago that he made it, which obviously we know the game evolves so fast. Mm-hmm. And if people looked, there's good players now who some of their content they put out five years ago yeah three years ago yeah. is probably not their best work and probably not totally relevant and it now. might have been their best work at the time it might right. have been the best available thing at the time and like yeah um i had done a little bit for tournament poker edge a long time ago um when they had wanted online players who were doing well to do a live sweat so you mm. would just uh use camtasia and capture your screen and go through your hand history like go through the hands as you're playing them. so i'd have four tables up and I'd be like all right in this turbo up here i'm gonna do this and whatever i'm not even thinking very deeply about it. I'm playing online where you have very little time and I'm multi-tabling and that's what they wanted. They just, people wanted to see like what, how your session actually is instead of like going through and uh, doing work after the fact and like doing math and figuring out if you were right or wrong. So that's what I did. But Mm. every once in a while, this thing, it was like free poker database or something, which was like a bot that would just crank out uh, free content for people. Mm -hmm. Come on up, buddy. Our co-host is here. Yeah, he's back. 
Um, the nursing is missing. Would, I was like, what's going on? They, they would put out this content every once in a while and it would just like pop up. And I'm like, oh, I really hope nobody's watching this video because it's not always clear to see how ancient something really is. Like if, if it said on the top of it, this video is seven years old or 10 years old, I'd be like, oh, clearly everyone knows like this is from the era where like nobody was good at poker. Yeah. But sometimes someone will look at it and be like, oh, new content from Jamie. And I'll be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm like, I don't even remember at the time if I had like ever really studied or if I was even opening the right ranges of hands, like very basic, easy stuff. I was mm-hmm. probably getting it wrong because a lot of people were getting it wrong. You could win without really being very introspective about your game at all. It's true. I mean, we were talking about it before. I mean, vlogs I made last week, I look at now and I'm like, what the hell was I talking about? Yeah. You know, I, and not only does the game evolve so fast, but hopefully, you know, you have all, everyone is constantly studying and getting mm-hmm. better themselves. And, you know, very, very few people are at any given time truly elite and truly ahead of the curve and, uh, out of the curve and, uh, getting everything right. And doesn't mean that, you know, in, in software wise defense, it doesn't mean just because you're not playing perfectly GTO that what you have to say isn't valid in some way. Yeah. And I think it's tough. I think it's really hard if this is the way that we're going to treat each other. Yeah. It's hard to produce content because you know that like when you put your stuff out there, that even if you're at peace with your decisions right now, that like software is going to get better and better. Coaches will get better. um, And you're probably not going to be happy with every single hand you put out there, even in the next couple of months if you're studying. Um, And so I don't know. I like once again, I always just feel this way that like poker players need to have like a little more compassion for each other and realize that that I don't know like we're going to be posting things that are mistakes and I think my only problem with it would be if someone is like knowingly putting out bad content if you just right. go uh uh-huh, I'm I'm like so famous because I won a big tournament and now I can get these suckers who don't know any better to pay a bunch of money I feel like that's where the poker community needs to call out um, bad investments and studying and things like that. But otherwise, like if someone is like believing in their system, even if it isn't in your mind, like the optimal way to play poker or a GTO way, like if they believe in it and they're not like knowingly swindling or something, then I don't know what, why you're attacking but, it. But I feel like nobody, there's, I don't think that there's many poker players out there that don't think that they have all the answers. That No yeah. one thinks that they're bad. <laughs> no one thinks that they're bad. <laughs> Maybe yes. So I was like, I don't know. I've been asked for coaching, and I'm like, you don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, listen, if you're losing at like ten big blinds per one hundred at one two, I can help you. Otherwise, no, I can't help you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's true. I mean, I guess some people are a little bit humbled, but I think that in general, poker players have an ego and think, you know, especially if they have some kind of results, some kind of score, or some kind of thing to look at. They think, oh, I must have all the answers or I must no, I must have figured something out. So I don't know that anybody's really malicious in saying, but maybe somebody could think they have the answers and then put out like content that's literally like misleading people. I mean, that's a good idea. That's like, like another level. I don't know if level. someone's like, yeah, I mean, that would be really crazy. I've thought about that before. Uh, and I just, just thought playing, of that. Like, but... If you're ever playing on yeah. TV, say that you're in private games and stuff. I'm sure people have done this before. This can't be a novel concept, but you just play on TV like absolute dog shit yeah, because you want to get into bigger games. Like that has to have been done, right? That someone's just like, I'm just so crazy and drunk. Oh, ah. yeah. I might have thought about doing it myself. That's why I play so bad on TV. I was going to say, yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's what I've been doing, guys. So yeah. anyway, 
Yeah, I just play in a I play in a one thousand two thousand dollar game. Nobody knows about. Yeah, why? And and no one knows. Smart. Um, but speaking of that though, by the way, that one session we played on Poker After Dark, uh, I literally was bluffing every except for the hand with you, the very first (laughs) hand. You made like the nuts versus me. That hand, I had it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but every other hand, literally, I I bluffed. My bluffing frequency was ninety five percent. It was just crazy. People must have thought. Well, then you should just play tight in real life. You should just post that video, like post every single hand you play constantly. Yeah, on everything on all your social media, and then just play like the nittiest knit. Yeah, rich. You'd be too rich to this this pot anymore. That's for sure. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, back to the concept of. making training sites and content i think um i just think people have too much of an ego and even the idea of playing bad on tv to mislead people and think that you're bad i mean i think people just have too much ego i think that to actually do it to, yeah yeah because I'm, i've kind of thought about doing it not as bad of like just playing like a total you know fish but i get there and i'm in there and i see a spot and i oh i want to do something mm-hmm. i know it's the right thing to do and um can't help myself you know you want to play good you want to you know win right so i don't know about that but i think everyone is trying their best and um it's tough it's tough to put yourself out there i hope people don't just like stop releasing content i enjoy the fact people put themselves out there and that like Mm -hmm. i don't know i think that mistakes are just part of the game and that you can release content from three years ago and just with the Mm -hmm. caveat that hey i got better since then there's going to be some mistakes in this content. Yeah. Please don't make a vlog and like 74 tweets about it. Not only just that. I mean, poker, you know, even hands that you put out now that may not sometimes, you know, it may not be your best work. It may not be GTO, but it's like there's so many different ways to look at hands. Mm-hmm. You know, people agree. Just good player disagree about hands all the time. I mean, yeah. there's just multiple ways to play them. People weigh different things more importantly. And you know, it's not a right and wrong answer all the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it is. <laughs> a lot of times it is. Okay. But um, but um, it's very hard to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And I was going to make another point, but I totally forgot. We can pause. So I think the camera's going to shut off. Okay. <laughs> so we just want to let you guys know of a new opportunity from Run It Once. They are having a New Year's resolution sale. So if you want to up your game to the next level, only through January 10th, you can get $200 off of the Elite membership, um, and it'll be $999. And this is one that just doesn't go on sale usually. So No, and it's worth it. I mean, I study all the time. I literally watch every day. So get on there and um, make it happen. I'll put the yeah. link below. You also get some perks. You get either $100 euro, um, 100 euro. <laughs> How American of me. Like $100 euro. Um <laughs> Get 100 euro uh, for the Run It Once poker site, um, mm-hmm. or you could select $100 in Run It Once gear. So yeah, check it out. Uh, we're going to have a link below. And um, yeah, get get better at poker. I feel like that's a good resolution for 2020. It is. And, uh, you know, things are getting tough out there. You got to stay uh, current. And we know how th- fast things are changing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everyone's going to be making fun of this in three years. So <laughs> Three days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh-oh, are you going to talk with an accent now? <laughs> I'm going to do my fake British accent to, to spraggy all the time. That's great. I'm a very pretentious Brit, though, when I when I pretend to be my yeah. character. Let's, yeah. let's hear a little bit. All right, here we go. It's like somewhat Southern. <laughs> anyway. Moth. Um, so 
just getting more into the topic because basically like the Berkey and Bitby thing, I kind of thought it was interesting more on like a general scale than just the hand history. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because you put out a lot of hand histories on your Instagram yeah. and stuff. And I was wondering if you are experiencing some of the same annoying things that the training sites do. Yeah. I mean, I think anybody putting themselves out there gets feedback. It's flack from every part of the book community from the elite players not so much shockingly the people that know the most they know to not help people get better (laughs) well I think it's that but I also think that there's something to I feel like elite players sauce is really like this he's you know I've I've you know I hung out with him I've had a few conversations with him and he's Mm -hmm. very obviously he's very elite knows more than most people but he's very um reasonable and not absolute when he talks and so like you'll tell him a hand and he'll be like that seems okay probably not that bad this is probably like <laughs> making a little bit more money but he's not like he oh man i need more of that in my life when i said him to crook yeah. he's just like bad no. <laughs> he's like no don't do that no <laughs> but i feel like you know they're, they're a little bit more reasonable and they're i mean let's just name them like total punts or something yeah. but i mean i think that they aren't gonna just be like no one's going to respond to my hand, which I assume is going to be somewhat reasonable. Anything I do, I post. Um, I mean, not everything is, I guess, but <laughs> that it's not like a total punt. So they're going to be like, oh, well, maybe it's a little bit loose pre, but like, yeah. you know, as played. And there needs to be more of that because I know that I've just listened to people trash other people and it's like the most horrible play. Everything is the most horrible. What a goon. It's awful. And I'm like, what is it losing like 0.1 big blinds? Like it's not. I'm like, I've seen horrible hands go down and I agree sometimes that. Yeah. It's horrible and they're goons. However, most of the time, I think like most things, especially if you're thinking through the hand and you're not just like in dead heat punting off your stack. Yeah. You've, you're probably weighing two options in your mind or three options in your mind and you just like pick one you think is slightly better. And I think most of the time, like we're probably right that something's just slightly better or slightly worse. And sometimes you're going to make a marginal error. But, but when you For put sure. it on Instagram... The Instagram experts, though. Oh, God. They know all. And and it's always the worst thing they've ever done. But it's funny because, you know, I obviously have done many hand history videos, too. And people love – that's what people want. And so if you're going to be a content creator in poker, you've got to do hands on some level. Mm-hmm. And um, so you're going to subject yourself to a lot of criticism and bullshit. And, you know, it's still hard for me personally to kind of weed that out and deal with it um, because you want to be nice to people. You want to help them and you want to walk them through hands. Uh, and sometimes you, I actually had a guy tweet me, uh, DM me in Twitter yesterday and just send me this like very basic one, three cooler hand history and asked me like, oh, man, like, did I do something wrong? Like, whatever. And it was and it was just like a standard hand. And um I just explained to him like, oh, hey, well, like you're getting two to one. So this is how much you need. And like, you know, this is how you figure it out, whatever. And he was just like, thank you so much. Have a great day. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And like those people are great when like people genuinely respond and they'll be like, oh, hey, well, why'd you do that? Or can you explain that to me or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then you tell them why. And like, oh, my God, thank you. See ya. <laughs> no, like, can I take you to dinner sometime? Or like, I hate you. Oh, we actually, you're really ugly or, <laughs> or, you know, whatever. That's fucking great. But then there's just so many people who just disagree with you. And then if you have a try of a reasonable conversation with them, it's just like, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're awful. Why are you even doing this? Oh, uh, just like anything. And then it's just, it does your head in. Yeah. And it's really hard to like 
keep posting the hands and yeah, dealing you, with it. But you just you just open up up my eyes to the next time I'm going to troll someone. It's going to be amazing. I might just DM Sauce and be like, Sauce, um, I was just wondering if you could help me with this one one three hand, and I'll go through it and take a bunch of his time, and then be like, You're ugly. Bye. <laughs> You actually had a hand history that you post on Instagram that you've been getting a lot of feedback on. Do you want to give yeah. the listeners it? So just yesterday, uh, or a couple days ago, rather, I um, posted a hand on my Instagram from a 510 session here in Vegas. Um, and the hand just goes, uh, reg, older reg opens under the gun to 40 um, with about 2,500 behind. Uh, fun player calls on the button and I defend 4-5 off in the big blind. Uh, because it's standard. We decided that that preflop ranges just don't exist for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so uh, flop is at eight four deuce rainbow. Um, check uh, under the gun c bets eighty uh, two thirds pot and the fun player calls and I call. Turn is the six of diamonds bringing two diamonds. Um, I check. Reg continues for 250, gets called, and it's back on me, and I thought it was a decent spot to put in check raise. He's got about 2,200 behind, um, so if I do check raise, I am kind of pot committing myself and have it just shrug call off, but I just thought that he had a pretty condensed range and really couldn't have that many nuts. I don't think he can have, obviously, straights or many two pairs, um, and there aren't that many sets available that he'd raise into the gun i thought but um so i decided to kind of go for it here it got a little weird because the third short stack was in there too who's probably never folding so who was very splashy and loose so in my mind i just wanted to kind of get it in with uh the shorter stack which i thought it could be ahead sometimes if not um ton of outs ton of equity versus him so we're just kind of like hey i'm gonna get this guy out with his aces and uh (laughs) Take this um, fun player heads up. Uh, so I make it 900. And the wreck, I mean, the, the reg under the gun tanks for quite a while and calls um, for almost half his stack. And the fun player goes all in for less. And the river is an ace. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not planning on bluffing rivers here ever. And so I'm only going to be shoving when I improve. Probably can shove maybe a, a five, if not a four, you know, when I get the straight two. So, um, check, check, and he's ace five of diamonds. So he had turned a double gutter and uh, diamond draw. And I actually was ahead in the turn, shockingly, against that hand. Um, but it was kind of interesting. Um, you know, I got a lot of feedback from tons of people. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's always hard to kind of deal with the constant trolls and want to respond to people, want to kind of, um, I don't know, not to, to, to talk to people, but not come off like you're defending yourself. It's, it's really easy to I get. I think, yeah, I feel like that's the hard part is, is knowing when people are just interested in poker and like, oh, cool hand, Morley, like, mm-hmm. why didn't you do this here? And like, they just are interested in knowing mm-hmm. um, what your d- thought process was. Um, and then also like, some, like you said, Timex hit you up. Like sometimes you get really good advice from people. And yeah. I feel like maybe that's the way we have to look at it is that sometimes you get uh, good advice that and like somewhat coaching advice from really good players. Mm-hmm. And maybe that balances out some of the peanut gallery comments that like that's where I hit you up. I was on my 40 hour drive back from New Jersey yeah. from Christmas. Um, and I was like, oh, uh, like you had posted 
people were saying to shove the river. And I was like, what? I know. <laughs> I just said like, uh, what people? Because I was just thinking like it was definitely the peanut gallery and not like really yeah. good players. So I was like, well, you have to show down against the all-in guy. So mm-hmm. you're kind of like, it would be kind of suicidal and probably not plus EV. And, yeah. But you felt the need to like respond to it because so many people had said, oh, I think you should do this. Like, And it's funny because I think people when they're playing with fictitious money are like super loose and crazy. Like, I would have done yeah. this. And it's like, would you have... Or they just, they just, yeah, or I don't know what the reason is, but I, I happened to me once in a vlog too, where I posted this bomb pot and I was like, obviously bomb pot, everyone goes to the flop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well this person bets. So his range is this because he bet from whatever, small blind or something. And literally about 50 people were commented, there's no range. He can have any too. Right. We're in a bomb like- pot. There's no range. And I'm like. Yeah, he took an action. Yeah, like, yeah. So therefore, there's a, you're finding out something about what he right. does. Yeah. yeah. So it's like these kind of things, and and but it's funny because most of the people who were saying, if they had said it in like a very sincere way, um, like someone DM'd me and on Twitter and asked me a very you know genuine question, and I and you can always and it's just it's just a different tone when someone genuinely asks mm-hmm. or even disagrees with you but but most of the time they're just like you're wrong you're stupid you suck you know <laughs> it's just it's tough it it's tough you to not deal with like mm-hmm. um the the reason that yeah when i was like responding to you i'm like oh it's just an inter- interesting hand like there's a yeah. lot of different decision points like pre is loose Pretty um, loose, yeah. And then like flop so- somewhat loose. But if you are with a whale, like then you have different ideas. Like they're obviously, yeah, you know that your second pair is probably not good a lot of the time against two players. Mm-hmm. But if you really are in the hand versus one person who's like a crazy loose player who's going to like make mistakes, sometimes maybe you'll do something that's like slightly minus EV at the time, feeling yeah. like you'll be able to make better decisions on later streets. And like the turn, there's an interesting decision too. Cause I'm like, you're almost getting direct outs to call if you want to, uh-huh. but it's your decision how you want to play the hand. If you think that you're going to get twofold somehow, then like whatever. You're playing in a live game with people that you know. And, yeah. and like, so every time you present a hand, like you have way more information than the people who are going to respond to you. But I just think it's kind of cool that you're willing to do that because mm-hmm. I think opening yourself up to criticism um, from people who like may not even play very much poker is like a brave thing to do. And, that's why I think that like people trashing each other and yeah. everything on Twitter, I'm just like, this is kind of stupid because I think most of the time people trashing the other people aren't even willing to put themselves out there themselves. Oh, of course not. And you we were saying before, I mean, we think everybody should do it to put themselves out there in some way because I think it just gives you a better appreciation mm-hmm. for what it actually entails. Yeah, and- it's like it's like parallel to like, I waitressed a lot when I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never stiff someone right now like you have a feeling you're just like oh even if you're getting bad service you're like that person might have gotten dumped that day or like you know something bad could have happened in their life you just start having compassion for someone because you're like oh I've been there and like maybe you're not at your best today it's fine um and I think the same with like content creation things like that it's like if you've done it once you know how hard it is to put yourself out there and how hard it is to take criticism from all angles Mm -hmm. and I think it makes you be like oh maybe I'll change my tone when I like criticize somebody because yeah it sucks (laughs) it does suck and um you kind of I kind of came up with a little system at kind of works but I try to just kind of mentally tune everybody out unless you know I feel that they're putting themselves out there in some way and sometimes that's as simple as you know actually being a rag in Vegas and battling 
you know, yourself, it doesn't have to be content creation, but if I feel like you have something, and if you like approach me in like a really sincere way, then I'm, it's like different, you know, mm-hmm. but a friend of ours, Kim had a very, very big hand that took the poker world by storm where she folded quads in a high stakes game. And, um, she's not a content creator. She just posts a lot on Instagram. I feel like she's borderline content creator now because yeah, she, she has posts been so much on Instagram that it's like, to the point where if she just put them all together, they're a vlog. <laughs> it's true. I mean, seriously. I mean, yeah, she has. She has yeah. So, yeah, she's very active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but this hand in particular, she seemed to get a lot more feedback than normal. Tons um, of feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. She, she ended up folding quads on the river in a spot where she made quad queens um, where there were two straight flushes available, mm-hmm. um, but also aces full was available. And it, it would like be opponent dependent for me just if this is someone who's bad enough to be like ace is full is a great hand we're putting in 80 times the pot in the river yeah like in five bets um and that was kind of it and like for me i was like i felt like it was a pretty trivial fold if folding quads can can be considered trivial in your mind um mm-hmm. just with the way the action went there was nothing in the pot and they got in like infinite money on the river and then she finally made the fold right but if you read her Twitter timeline at that point and like the responses, there were people who were like calling her names and calling her stupid and all this. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's because, you know, especially if it's a big hand ranking like quads. Yeah. There's a lot of people who who still like, I would put my left nut in the pot before I, I would quads. ever fold quads. And I'm like, right. Don't do that. Yeah. Or maybe do that. Like maybe this is like, you know, survival of the fittest and they just select themselves out of the gene pool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that was yeah. it where I was like, I, she has a really thick skin most of the time. I think this is just like, yeah, a, such a wide array of criticism from just everyone who has ever played poker. And I think it finally got to her where she was posting some tweets that were like defensive. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you don't have to defend yourself. You posted the hand just being like, holy shit, guys, I just had to fold quads. And, you know, you're responding to people who basically are just like quads. The absolute hand strength of quads is too high for me to ever fold. Right. And you're like, well, you're you don't have to respond to that. Right. (laughs) Because like if it's not even they're not talking about like relative hand strength, then you really are wasting your time if you're getting upset. Of course. And so. But, like, it's so hard because you can go into it thinking that way, but just reading it day in and day out, yeah. it, I think it will get to even the strongest persons yeah. at some point. And everyone has insecurities. Everyone has, you know, a lot of times, like, if someone does make a comment about a part of the game, part of your game that you're insecure about or you're mm-hmm. unsure about, and they address it or whatever, it's... Sometimes it like just like pokes oh, yeah. at you and it can just needle you, or yeah. or you could be good at taking criticism. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time, and, and it's just that day. one day you're having a yeah. bad day, or like you know you screwed up the hand and you post it. Yeah, and then someone's like, "Oh, you screwed up the hand." And you're like, "Yeah," like it can just still get to you, or you're like, I, I don't know. I, I know that because like from doing commentary, um, there have just been times I've had to field some like pretty ridiculous, um, just like mean comments, and I just think. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm the fun commentator. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I'm not the um, the person buying into $1 million tournaments that people are like, oh, man, this curse at our girl is going to teach me poker today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still does get to me, though, when someone just, like, points out that I make a mistake or that I'm bad or something. I'm like, oh. Um, and, and I have a thick skin most of the time. But, yeah, yeah I, I think uh, it's hard to just let everything slide when you feel like you're getting attacked from all over. And yeah. it just was – I thought Kim – was if anyone can handle it, it was her because she yeah. literally can handle anything. But even to her, it's like if you get 1,000 comments at some point, you're like, okay, guys, listen. Of course. And 
you know, everyone was talking about it, you know, mm-hmm. in poker. So it kind of just feel after a certain point, like you have to defend yourself. But and, and you know, and it's good that she like gave her reasoning and her logic and mm-hmm. all that and good to be thorough. But it's it's really tough to, to put yourself out there in any form. And so try to be try to be a yeah, little bit nicer to each other. Yeah, there was something uh, from the one drop, the big one, the $1 million one. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure quads were folded in that event as well, and we never got the conclusion of that either, if the other guy had a straight flush or not. So this oh. was like back in the day. This was back in the day, probably three or four years ago. Yeah. It was so long ago, guys. Um, <laughs> you probably, I don't think you were born yet. No. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that was making the rounds too. I think poker just like loves a, a great hand history like that, and they just like want to talk about it and I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 definitely um, you know flashy, mm-hmm. folded quads. <laughs> yeah, mine just you know raised four or five off, <laughs> defended <laughs> defended a little wide. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool too. Not I think sometimes that that'll be like the most interesting hand of a session, though. I like, like those hands. I mean, yeah. to me, I mean Kim's hand. No matter how you shake it, it's just a cooler. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if he has aces full, it's a cooler. If he has a straight foster, it's a cooler. It's two big hands. There's five bets going in on the river, and no one's bluffing, and it's just a cooler. And it's. I think the what made it cr- interesting is that there was no pot, and then on the river, they're like, yeah. I will put my firstborn into this pot. And then she's right. like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. Wait. Yeah. I she have saved a good herself hand. like 20 or 30K, I think, right? I think she ended up just folding and having. I think that a lot of people. I think forty two more. Was it forty? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. But yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I I don't know. I like the fun hands, yeah. and so I'm gonna continue <laughs> to post them and subject myself to the beatings. So bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> and also, while we're at it, um, send us your hands. Yeah, your punts. We want to hear how you hate money. And so we will put our uh, email. You can send them to in the description and please send those. We did one in the past and it was fun and we enjoyed it. Yeah. And I like that we've set you guys up. We're like, listen, we're in the trust tree with the nest. We won't over criticize you. We're nice people. (laughs) Then you send us the puns. We'll be like, listen to what this asshole did. (laughs) We'll give your whole screen name, your full name, like maybe your address. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, y'all. I think it's it for us. And we'll see you next time. Peace.